Hi everyone, my name is Serva and you are listening to Identity. Throughout my life, I've struggled with the concept of identity. After going through many life transformations, starting from being born with a dual identity and then having to move from country to country, never knowing when I'd actually find home, it took me a while, but I realized that my concept of home was never physical. That home is a state of mind that relies on human connection and the connection we have with ourselves. Finding home means having to find authenticity and the courage to own our own stories. On my path to finding myself, I realized that people of all ages, races, and cultural backgrounds struggle with knowing who they are and where they belong. I created this podcast channel to share my own story with you and the tools that have helped me along the way. I will be bringing on guests from all walks of life to share their stories with us in hopes that we can all unlock the path to finding ourselves, to finding home. Hi guys, this is Serva and you're listening to Identity. On today's episode, I'm bringing on a dear friend of mine, Sophia Kandahari, whom I met this past summer. Sophia and I had an instant connection. We just aligned on so many topics, particularly on the topic of identity and finding yourself, which sparked my interest in interviewing her for this podcast. Sophia had a big life transformation um, this past year in a quest to find her happy place. I can't wait for you guys to hear the story, so let's all welcome Sophia. Sophia, welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me onto your platform today, Serva. I'm so excited to share my story with everyone, and I do feel like it's continuously evolving, so I'm truly still learning about myself and who I aspire to be every day. Um, But when it comes to the topic of finding your own space or finding yourself wherever in the world that may be, I really want to emphasize that really anything is achievable as long as you commit to yourself and you commit to your desired journey. Um, So let me just start off by telling you guys what I experienced the past couple years leading up to my transformation in 2019. Um, So as Serva mentioned, my name is Sophia Kendahari. I actually moved to Los Angeles from the East Coast. I'm originally from Northern Virginia and lived there my entire life. But I think somewhere along the lines of between high school and college, I realized that I needed to move away, but I I don't think I was at a place in my life where it made sense to move. And so, you know, I always kept that in the back of my mind. And as I continued through my professional progression and career path as a business consultant and strategist, I was traveling a lot for work and um, it got so bad that I barely had time for myself, for my own thoughts. Um, I only made time for very, very close friends and family that I could see on the weekends. But outside of that, it was just really difficult to have a peace of mind, balance my my work and home life, um, but also do the things that ultimately made me happy. And so that's when I realized that it's time to to make a move. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I packed up two suitcases <laughs> in December of 2018. I came to California with zero plan in mind other wow. than I had um, gotten a new job, moved into an industry job that would allow me essentially to work from home. Mm-hmm. So it gave me the immediate flexibility I needed to actually make the move out here. Right. Um, but I knew that it's 
this is not going to be the end game for me. So this is only the beginning. And so most of 2019, um, or I should say the first half of 2019, I was going through this period of discovery. And so I came out here, I actually did this whole Airbnb rotation every month going, living in different neighborhoods within LA County, just to get a feel for, you know, what really resonated with me. Because like finding my space was something so sacred and I feel like I struggled for so many years to, to get to this point. Um, so for me, it didn't matter how long it took once I was here, I was willing to be patient. So let me ask you this, Sophia, what, when was it that you realized you had to make a change? Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like there's been, you know, little like hiccups here and there. Like I will say, you know, the peak of my struggles. Um, and like I mentioned, my career kind of took over and so that was definitely a turning point for me but more specifically I just remember it started in 2014 I came home from a trip I was in Turkey and Greece with my family and um, I'm incredibly blessed and privileged because I've traveled the world and for whatever reason when I came home from that trip I walked into my family's home and I literally felt nothing like zero emotional attachment you know, typically when you go on a long vacation, right, you when you get home. home, you're like, oh my gosh, it feels so great to, to be, be home. home. Yeah, exactly. And I felt nothing. And mm-hmm. that was the moment that I realized, wow, like it's really time for me to get serious mm-hmm. about thinking about, you know, the physical space that I want to be in. Right. And then that sort of evolved between 2014 to 2017 into, well, what mental space do I want to be in? What right. emotional space do I want to be in? That all came crashing down on me because I was so stressed at work. And I remember like um, I was going to my cousin's wedding in Monterey. Okay. And I barely made it to the airport because I was working. And I was in such a horrible like mental space um, that I really couldn't even enjoy myself. Like I couldn't even like let make my mind stop working Mm -hmm. even though like physically I wasn't at work anymore right so I show up to this wedding and it's on a beautiful resort in Monterey literally like on the cliffside facing the ocean Mm -hmm. and I just remember like staring off into that gorgeous landscape and Mm -hmm. thinking why can't I have this why can't this be my life right whenever I want it I need the serenity. Wow. I need that that peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was the moment that I said, okay, it's time to plan. I love that. Yeah. You started asking yourself real questions like, what, where do I want to be? Where can home be for you? Because you realized that wasn't home anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And how do you feel about your move moving to California? Honestly, guys, I am so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I because it's told- scary. You don't know anyone here. You just yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So let's be clear. I did not know a single soul before <laughs> moving out to LA County, okay. um, and I took my time before deciding what part of of California I wanted to move to. Right. In fact, I was so against West Coast lifestyle my entire upbringing. <laughs> so this is just so like spontaneous but um just in talking with like friends and people who have 
lived on the East Coast and lived on the West Coast, they were all like, Sophia, you belong in LA. You have to go there. You're creative. You're expressive. Mm -hmm. Like you have a very outgoing personality. You belong there. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. Um, But, you know, I didn't really ask for help per se. I just kind of wanted to figure it out on my own and Mm -hmm. go on my own pace Um, And so hence, that's when I decided, okay, as long as I have a job here that allows me to, you know, again, have that flexibility, have sort of a a work-life balance, Mm -hmm. I'll figure out the rest later. Um, It's beautiful. You went on a journey by yourself. Totally. Um, (laughs) I have never spent that much time solely by myself in my entire life. Would you say that spending time with yourself is really a key component to learning who you are, um, what your identity is, or like finding that inner compass to kind of navigate through life? Would you say that, what were the key components if, if that being one? Yeah, so, you know, I actually come from a blended family. So I'm Afghan American, hence my, you know, passion for speaking on identity. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like in our culture and in many cultures we're all we're constantly around people we're constantly around family and our family is constantly asking what we're up to Mm -hmm. and you know we all care for each other but sometimes you lose you in that picture and it's really hard because I think some people think like am I being selfish Mm -hmm. if I think about what I want you know, am I being right. selfish if I'm not considering my family's future? Um, and so for me, like, I think that was the hardest thing it as far as switching my mindset. Because I've always been very, like, selfless and giving to right. everyone and anyone that I know in my yeah. network, in my, you know, social circle, mm-hmm. in my network, uh, my family. But for me, I really had to work on putting myself first. And so once I was able to do that, Mm -hmm. I was fully committed. Like nothing and no one was going to stop me. I was dedicated to this and Mm -hmm. I was going to stick by it no matter what. Wow. So you spent time alone and you're like, I'm going to put myself first. And then the kind of pieces of the puzzle just kind of, you know, came together. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of us end up psyching ourselves out. Right. We are fearful Absolutely. Everyone is. Everyone is. Yeah. But I think it's hard to come to the realization of, oh my gosh, I am the one holding myself back. This is the biggest lesson learned. And this is what I would love your your audience to understand is even though we have all these outside voices and And forces. Exactly. And we think like, oh my gosh, you know, we can't we can't do this because what's my family going to say? Or, you know, I can't leave because what's going to happen to my job or my profession? No. We make up excuses. Exactly. And so at the end of the day, you have control over your own actions, over your own mindset, Mm -hmm. over your own faith in yourself. Absolutely. And that for me was the biggest takeaway in all of this is Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm ready. It's time. And, you know, that gave me sort of like power. Yeah. That gave me the power to come here by myself and to not be scared, to not be fearful. You're like, I want to take it one day at a time. Yeah. And I've always been the, like that interpersonal, like 
individual mm-hmm. where I thrive off of other people's energy. So and you would I'm, say you're like an extrovert. Yeah, I'm definitely, an, I lean more towards the extrovertedness side of the scale. Mm-hmm. But I think if I took a test, I'd yeah. probably be like 51, 49, which mo- <laughs> most people would never get from like meeting me or interacting with me. Right. Um, but That's true. You're very bubbly. You're very social. Yeah. But then I also have this intuitive side of me and I've mm-hmm. always gone with my intuition and I think I'm very lucky that I have that trait to fall back on mm-hmm. so I just knew that that the feeling I had it was it was too powerful for me to stop to just ignore exactly the voice inside became louder and louder yes <laughs> yeah and people didn't understand it like my my family and and some of my friends were like whoa are you really doing this you know, my mom would call me like my first month out here. <laughs> are you sure? Do you sure? want to come back yet? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you don't want to come back home? Like, I'm like, mom, chill. Like, it's all going to work out in the end. And it has. No, that's amazing. I mean, honestly, you've said so many amazing things. But you're right. We hold ourselves back. Um, we are our own kind of enemy or like our own, our worst critic. Yeah. You know, we hold ourselves back from so many opportunities. We use outside forces as an excuse to not do the things that we truly want to do and it's very empowering to kind of just take a step back learn what we want Mm -hmm. because i think clarity is very important to just be clear on okay is this for me kind of feel things out and then move on to like accountability and having faith in yourself and taking power back to change those things and you did all of those things in one year yeah yeah Wow. So Sophia, tell us about the time that you spent with yourself and more specifically, tell me about the struggles that you faced. So I would say when I came to LA, I didn't have probably enough information as I should have as far as, you know, living standards or living conditions, like just being here and finding out how high the crime rate is um, and me being a single female I was like okay like I definitely have to change the way I you know do things right exactly and just having like you know a third eye um, (laughs) would help me I think get through my day-to-day but I think just coming here like LA is can be such a scary place like it's very intimidating absolutely for anyone Um, And for me, I actually had to teach myself to be more trusting of my own self. Um, So for example, I actually went on a trip to Singapore and Indonesia in February. Mm -hmm. So like right after my unofficial LA move when I was Airbnb being took a little hiatus and went on this eat pray love journey (laughs) and so when I was in Singapore my two friends were supposed to fly in with me and they ended up missing their connection flight which meant I was in Singapore for an entire day and a half completely by myself Um, so that was the scariest thing in the world because I did not prepare for that Um, and also it was my first time in that country, so I really didn't have like re- any you know experience to go off of. But I just told myself like, why are you scared? Singapore is one of the safest countries in the world. <laughs> you just made this crazy move across the country, right? Without 
any plan or without, you know, knowing anyone or asking for anyone's help, you can do this. You know, I've traveled so much for work and in those work trips, I would spend days and nights by myself living out of hotels. And so I just told myself like, okay, it's time to release that, you know, energy and Mm -hmm. and strength um, and really like believe in myself that I could do it. So I mean, things like that really helped me. And I did go on a couple other trips. Um, I went on a work trip to Australia over the summer. Where you spent time alone? Where I spent too much time alone Mm. to the point where I was like, whoa, I didn't know I could do this. This is insane. So what did you do by yourself? Yeah. Like, are um, you like sitting there talking to the wall? Like, no. So what are you doing? (laughs) Well, it's funny because somehow my days were filled and I never felt like awkward moments. I, I think, well... I I try to be kind of like cautious about it too. Just Mm -hmm. like being a woman by myself in a foreign country. I'm like, okay, well, I probably shouldn't like just be walking the streets at like 10 p.m. at night, you know? Um, But essentially I was in Sydney, Australia. Mm -hmm. I had come from Melbourne because I had a work trip there for like four or five days. And I was only supposed to do Sydney for a weekend by myself. Mm -hmm. And I ended up loving it so much that I extended my trip for six days. Oh, wow. So what I would do is I would, you know, be on work calls in the morning. Then I would sign off around like, you know, 10 Mm a.m., have my breakfast at the hotel, go out for the day and, you know, hit some landmarks or whatever I wanted to do. Didn't really have a plan again, which is so against me. Right. When I travel, I am the friend or the family member that plans out the entire day for everyone else, like where we're going to eat, what What we're we're going to see, like where we're going to shop. But I don't know, 2019 was just so different. I winged it. And, I love that. And it felt great. It was so, it was liberating. Mm-hmm. It was so great. You surrendered. Yes, yes. You're like, just let's see what happens. And there were, yeah, and there was so many moments on these big trips I took personally that I felt whole again. You know, mm-hmm. there was a point where in Indonesia and in Bali, I was looking out into the Indian Ocean during the sunset and thinking like, this is so beyond beautiful. I'm so blessed. Like my whole body just kind of froze in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I had a similar circumstance in, um, in Australia as well. And so I just feel like those things, those episodes within the context of my journey kind of triggered this change about you. Yeah. It really helped me grow and really be okay with that alone time. Whereas you know, six months prior to that, if you would have asked me, hey, Sophia, would you travel to X place by yourself? I would have been like, hell no. And <laughs> you're like, no. And definitely not like across the globe right. by myself. So I think it, it's like very shocking that I went through that, but I made it out just fine. So that's amazing. I love that. Thank you. So Sophia, what are your last words for my audience, for my audience, like to the person that is at home right now going through or like working at a job that they don't like, just kind of their light has dimmed or they feel like they're just not inspired, motivated. What would your advice be? Well, I think for me personally, what I learned is leveraging the tools in my own life experiences to help me sort of craft my journey. Mm -hmm. And so I would tell anyone listening to really like look inside of yourself first, know your strengths, know your weaknesses, but also give yourself some credit, you know, Mm -hmm. like let's just take our 
our professions, for example, like there's so much knowledge that I gained from being a consultant and so much practice that I gained in those experiences that for me, I was like, okay, literally I can build a plan in my head, like a project plan in my head. And I can make this as tactical as I want to. Right. And I'm a planner for life, (laughs) but for whatever reason in this circumstance, I just decided I am not going to plan and I'm just going to trust myself, my gut, my intuition. Wow. And so I think for people that maybe struggle with that aspect of themselves, like Mm -hmm. finding that flame and then igniting it, look to the tools that you've, the the skills and the tools that you've already developed in your life that Mm -hmm. you've already come into contact with and apply those to the next phase to whatever that you know desired outcome is so i'll give an example there's a consulting word called quick wins okay and it's essentially like yes we talk about this all the time please (laughs) tell us about the quick wins i'm like i'm so obsessed with this term because it's it's brilliant it's like you essentially set up very achievable goals so you have let's say a long-term plan but then you have these like little milestones that come in between. Right. Those are your quick wins. So from a client perspective, we would say like, what is it that we can show to our client that we've already checked off this box to gain their trust, right? right? In a business transaction. Right. But like you can apply that then to, to your personal life. So I said to myself, what can I do as far as this life transition in the short term? that will buy me some time and also like give this some traction. So I feel like I'm being productive and I feel like, okay, you know, I have somewhat of a sketch or outline of what I'm doing. And so there was no time in this whole journey that I ever felt lost or like confused. And if I would get fearful, I would just remind myself, you know this, you've done this Mm -hmm. at work, you've done this with friends, just trust, trust yourself. Ah, oh, so good, <laughs> so good. Like just amazing advice. Um, Sophia is just such a bright light in my life. I'm really, really thankful to have you. Oh, and constant sweet. inspiration, motivator, just a very empowering person who not only empowers herself, but you know, is also sharing her story with others so that they they can find the power within as well. Um, thank you so so much, Sophia, for coming on and sharing your story. You are so welcome. We're this gonna have you back. <laughs> yes. yes, there's multiple stories and um, so many other things that we need to learn from you still. So, likewise, likewise, I'm excited um, to you know plan for the future, and I have no clue what 2020 is going to bring. <laughs> um, but you know, again, I'm staying patient, and I think that. I'm finally in the right place and I found my happiness. So I I wish the same for, for everyone listening. Thank you so much.